What's happening, people? It's another episode of the Giants, guys. And I am so uh, uh, glad that you are taking the time out of your evening, away from your kids and your family and all those other things that you do, um, you know, at nighttime, and you're hanging out with us. Great show today because we're going to chop it up basically on every single um, player that's been cut, fired, rehired, re-signed, let go, pink slipped, whatever happened today, we're going to get after it. Don't expect me to be nice. Um, I'm going to bring in the rest of the crew. Let's bring in the truth. You guys know Michael Stewart. What's up, Mike? What's up, boys? How you doing, Bert? Let's get in. Let's get in nails. Here we got Chris. <laughs> Bam. There's Chris. Hey, everybody. And, of course, <laughs> last but not least, uh, as we were just talking about off air, the fan favorite here is Nikki. Hi. I'm waiting for my nickname. I got to wait. Yeah, you got you to earn a nickname. Right. You gotta, you gotta I'm going to earn a fan favorite uh, on the trenches, which proceeds go to the Leonard Marshall Foundation. So everybody stay tuned for that. That's why I love her. She's, all, she's always promoting what we yes. do. All right. These guys are like, what do we do? What's going on? <laughs> this one over here. She's like this. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So, gentlemen, uh, this is, of course, you guys know. Thanks for tuning in. Let me open up the chat because I see you guys jumping in the room. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Giants, guys. Well, we're probably going to do 830 um, because I know you guys are trying to squeeze in the last little bit of summer. And, you know, you guys are kind of bouncing around a golf course and the beach and camping and all that kind of crazy stuff. So I'm going to do 830 for a little while. Um, just, just for the next couple of weeks, we're going to do eight 30. Then we'll go back to eight o'clock. Uh, and of course we are brought to you by Astro Flav. If you are still not using Astro Flav, I, I, I beg you to at least give it an opportunity. Um, new age supplement company out of New Jersey, five locations. Uh, you can't buy Astro Flav in a big box store. They will ship directly to your house. The whole thing is you and I both know that we've had chalky ass shakes <laughs> your whole life. It tastes like crap, and you hate protein shakes. Astro Flav, flavor that's out of this world. You see the connection there? All right? Peanut butter cup, vanilla, chocolate fudge. I mean, they got peanut butter and jelly, Oreo, uh, uh, nails down there. Chris turned me on to it. Um, and, of course, um, they love what we do. We love what they do. So, please, do yourself a favor. Check out Astro Flav. At least follow them. Check the website out. For you ladies out there, they have collagen that yes. you can put in your coffee. I mean, it doesn't get any better. And, of course, uh, 10% off code of NY Giants Rush. All right, gentlemen and ladies. Um, team. That's right. Just team. one of the guys. Yep, one of the guys. All right, yep. guys. So here's the thing. Today, the Giants had to um, get down to the mighty number, right? Chris, what would that number be that they needed to get down to today? They had to get down to 53 on the roster, down from 80. So 27 players had to go. Now, I'm going to read you a list of players that get cut. I'm going to ask you guys what you think, and then I'm probably going to lose my mind like I normally do <laughs> because because there is just like, listen, well, I'm going to get this off my chest right up front. So buckle in if you got a problem with it. I do, The Buffalo Bills have never won a Super Bowl. For all you young kids out there that don't know about Buffalo, they've never won a Super Bowl, okay? So why were Buffalo light? Okay, I've had enough of Buffalo light, okay? 
You've had enough of Buffalo light. Sign players that can play. Stop cutting guys to sign Buffalo Bills. Never won a Super Bowl. Okay. Now that that's off my chest. Um, oh, wait, are you? Wait, Tuto. Oh, I see not, that. I'm going to put this up here. So we have one of our Tuto. favorites, Tuto, which is really not his name because that's like he already gave me the whole thing, what it means in Italian. So I am going to put this up on here because Tuto's the man. From Italy, Craig, my wife's quarter, Ashley, ready, my my family, my kids. Oh, they live in Princeton. Wow, that's yeah, wow. cool. Awesome. Wait a minute, Tudo, your 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 kids live in Princeton. Am I understanding this right? Yeah, yeah, Princeton, Italy. Princeton, Italy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> where is that near Florence? Where, where's Princeton? Never heard of it. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I'm like, is that somewhere like under Venice? In, 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 no. All right. So listen, uh, we're going to chop this up. We're going to talk about who got cut and why. We're going to talk about what we think of it. Um, you grew up in – I grew up in Princeton. You, wait, Tuto, all this time you've been a Jersey boy, and I'm just figuring that out now? Yeah, really? Wow. All right. Tuto, we're going to have to, we're gonna have to talk about this. I'm still waiting for my <laughs> my, my rug, rugby jersey. All right. Gentlemen, here's, here is the list of people that have been cut. Um, Holden, Holmes. Jalen Holmes, uh, Dorsey, Hand, Meadows or Meadors, Trenton Thompson, our friend from wherever he came from, Germany, Platzkumer, uh, Moore, Corbin, which was, we're going to get into that because that one hurts, uh, Bachman, which that one hurts, uh, Evans, uh, Jamil Douglas, that one hurts a little bit, CJ Board, Ryder Anderson, Garrick McGinn, Quincy Roach, that one really hurts. Uh, Davis Webb, um, uh, Moa, uh, Gilbert, Austin Allen, that one hurts. Uh, Rivas, Corker, that one hurts. Santos, well, he was like just the kicker, I think, because good. Yeah, for that game. Yeah, for yeah, the week. Because he had a concussion. Uh, Doss, uh, Tavonin, uh, Griffin, and Eric Smith. I, I'm going to start off by just saying, like, there's some guys on here that had a fantastic camp, and they're going to find jobs, and they're not going to make it through what waiver wires. Um, so, Truth, I'm going to start off with you. Truth, who's the one name on this list that just sticks out, like, every fiber you says that the Giants need need this player? That they need him? I I have a debate with two guys. I'm going to go with with Trent Thompson. Okay, why? Because, first of all, the safety position isn't very deep. And this kid really – I mean, he played great all three preseason games. He did a good job. You know, he sat on the run support and did a good job in pass defense. Um, I, I just have a – I have a funny feeling they're going to bring him back uh, before all said and done, unless, unless Shane gets some – Quality safety through the waiver wire. Uh, I think I think he could come back. Do you truth? Do you think they would rather try to you know squeeze him through uh, waivers, or you think this is more of a Shane's on on the prowl on the hunt for for another safety? Uh, it could be it could be both. I think he's probably going to do that, but uh, I think it's I think they would like to see him go through waivers as well uh, to have him on the practice squad. Sure. All right, Nikki. Anyone on this list? That just gives you a 
WTF moment. I mean, I've got, I've, got, I've got five or six of them, but I'm only asking yeah. for one. I know. There's a lot. For me, For me, I know everyone's going to say Bachman, and, you know, we'll talk about that, I guess. But for me, it's Quincy Roche because O'Shane Zimenez, like, this kid was drafted in 2019. <laughs> I have not seen any friggin' upside from this kid. Nothing. Nothing. Doing. And Roche had a really nice camp. I just, I, I don't get this one. This one bothered me the most out of the entire list. I am 1,125% behind that. There is no one that can tell me. Listen, I was really happy with Zimenez, first player ever drafted after <laughs> Old Dominion. The cat has done. Nothing. Now, I still want to like him, but he's the one that should be cut and try to squeeze through waivers. Like, I don't know if you want to say it, Roche or Roche. Roche's never making it through waivers. I mean, he was a high, a high considered draft pick, you know, and that fell. We got it. We we understand it. But he had a great year last year. We now have three pass rushers. It doesn't make any sense. And like. And I almost feel like Wink right now is like throwing things in his office because they told him they, told him they were cutting him. I, I'm not buying the fact that Wink was like, oh, let him go. Let him go. We don't need that cat. Roche should be on this team for numerous reasons. One, because he busted his ass last year. He showed you he could play. He showed you he belonged. Uh, maybe he was slow to pick up the, um, the new scheme. We None of us will know, right? But we know what he can do. So that one hurts a lot. You know what else hurts, Greg? You know what else? No, with with Jimenez. I, I gotta I gotta see him running around with that jersey number. Uh, if you know me, that that just irks me seeing okay. that number not retired. Okay, let's take that a step further. For the love of God, Giants, <laughs> this guy doesn't even deserve to be on the team, and you're letting him wear the best inside linebacker the franchise has ever had. I mean <laughs> I mean, you know, all due respect to Sam Hoff. Um, yeah, you, you know what, Truth? I'm so glad you brought that up. Any For any of you cats that don't understand who 53 is, it's Harry Carson. He went to 10 straight pro, pro Bowls. The guy came from, I think, uh, South Carolina yep. Central or something. Like, like let me tell you. Defensive end. Yeah, yeah. And converted a converted DN inside linebacker. And, like, when you think of, like, the 70s football, you know, you think of, you know, in the 60s football and the 50s football, like, you know, you, you always think about Butkus and Nitschke. And, well, in the 70s, on all those bad Giants teams, it was Harry Carson. And Harry Carson was there for the 86 Super Bowl. He, he was the glue. The guy was a great linebacker. And you got Zemenis. <laughs> <laughs> Running around with this jersey on. So, truth. I'm glad you brought it up because I hate to do this, but I might I might have to just create a campaign. Yes. Great. Oh, hold on a minute. Uh oh, okay. We're cool. Sup guys. Uh yeah, like I'm gonna pop Jake up here. Jake, thanks for I saw I saw Bellinger and I'm like, wait a minute. Is that is that like really like <laughs> he, almost, he almost got me. Sup, guys. What's up, Jake Zimenez over Roche? Really? Yeah, I know. We are all in the same boat. But Truth just made it hurt even worse because he reminded us that that he's wearing a number that should be retired. The Giants should be embarrassed that it's not retired. Um, yes, you can't retire everybody. But this guy was went to 10 Pro Bowls. 10 Pro Bowls when the Pro Bowls. And a Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, and, and by the way, 
Again, true thank you. Again, he's a Hall <laughs> of Fame linebacker. And we've got some, forgive me, forgive me for saying this, we got some bum running around wearing his number. <laughs> okay? Like, and listen, I, and you know what? He's probably a good dude. And I know he's probably trying hard. But overall, he's injury prone. And he, and he hasn't been on the field enough to make any type of statement. So, yes, if anything, he makes the team, he should change his number. That would be just out of respect. He should change his number. I don't care what. what. All right. Uh, let me think. Truth. You got to get. Uh, actually, no. Chris. I was going to say. No, I, yeah, I'm going to go to Chris. But I was going to wonder what, what numbers Zeminis wore in college. Somebody in the chat. Look it up. I see Sarah. I see Dan. What's up? I see Tudo. I see Mark. I think he's more in the teens. Somewhere in the teens, I think the number was. Yeah. Somebody in the the room. There's a ton of you guys in here. Thanks for all coming in. Uh, Somebody look up Zimenez. Drop it in the the, um, chat. What number Zimenez wore in college? Uh, All right. Chris. Um, Mm -hmm. He can't stop the run. No, he cannot. Um, I'm I'm, I'm not sure he can rush the passer either, Danny. Um, (laughs) All right. Chris. Give yeah. me your, give me the one that sticks out for you that, you know, you you want to stick your your head in the door and slam it three times. Yeah, to be honest, I, I don't even want to do that because so many of these guys are unproven. So I, I really, yeah, the Roche one is it, it boggles me a little bit because he he played well last year. But you have to understand, this is a new regime, right? This is a new coaching staff with no ties, new GM. They have no ties to Roche. That was a great pickup last year. And it just goes to show that when training camp started, all these guys were on an even playing field. I'm talking about some of these guys that were borderline. So Ximenez outplayed him. You saw Roche running with the twos and threes. Ximenez actually did well against, I think it was um, uh, Andrew Thomas actually gave, or was it Neil, on whichever side he was on, he was actually doing well playing uh, on the edge. During in practice, training. you mean, right? Yeah. In practice. Ximenez, yeah, practice. But I think, he just out, I think he just outplayed him. And possibly Wink sees that he can be versatile. He's not a guy you want to set the edge in the running game, but he can be moved around. He's got good athleticism. So I think he won this coaching staff. All, all, You're killing all yourself. Can, can, can he be trusted <laughs> to be healthy? He has literally been hurt three years in a row. After what we've seen the past few years, no, probably not. But once again, this new coaching staff comes in. They're with them every day. They, they, you know, they have a pulse on this team, and obviously, they feel like, you know, good things are ahead for them. But uh, as Giant fans, I think we all question it. But we're going to just trust the process and, and and give them the benefit of the doubt. That's the way I'm going yeah. into this. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I, I will say this, and we'll move off Roche, Chris, because I want to know who else you know kind of sticks out for you. Is yeah, to put a bow on the Roche thing is here's my thing. I'm fine with Zemenis being on the team, but I think Roche should be on the team too. Like we need the extra pass rushers and I would like to see them compete instead of giving Zemenis the job, which he's never been able to hold and do anything with. So right. like, if, you know, if they see something, which we, we must agree that they saw something, right? Mm-hmm. Wink sees something that keeps Zemenis on this team. But they should also realize that last year, that Roche, they probably watching the tape, that Roche had a nice year. Yeah. I just feel that they should both be on the team and then see when the lights go on, who rises up and who doesn't. True. And just remember Roche last year. He was picked up right after the 53 was announced with the Giants coming from the Steelers when he was cut. So I'm trusting the process with uh, 
with with Shane that, you know what, maybe there's a guy out there they have their eye on that was released that's going to come in as well with this group yeah. uh, to possibly fill a spot. So I'm, I'm sure, you know, waivers have to be in, I think, by tomorrow, by noontime, and then yeah. they can be announced. So they're fifth on the waiver wire. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they have a plan in place of, of guys they're looking at and who they want to bring in. We're, right. we're going to see five more players, new faces by the time they'll I be agree in. With That's what I think. Oh, uh, yep. yeah, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But, Chris, it's got to be one. It's got to be one. That yeah. on this on this roster that kind of kind of sticks with you, it bothers you, uh, that you're disappointed with. There's got to be one guy because we've been trusting this system for ten years, and every year they're like, psych. All right, okay. every year we every year we trust them. They go like they they give me one of these things. We got you. Yeah, I, I'll give you one, and it's and it's not a big one, but David uh, Webb, because look at the injury history with Jones and Tyrod Taylor. So Davis Webb, I hope he clears waivers because I think the idea is to get him on the practice squad. But that was kind of – I thought he was a given, especially uh, you know, what, what you heard between Dable and Shane bringing him over. He was going to get in the coaching and just call it quits. But I'm, I'm kind of surprised, especially after the way he played in preseason. In fact, I'll take it a step further. Like you could see the chemistry he had with Sills and Bachman and, and – uh, what's it? Uh, Doss. You could, mm-hmm. you could see the chemistry he had with those guys. And you're right. He was going to take a $250,000 a year job coaching the Bills quarterbacks or, hey, come to New York and be the third string quarterback for $900,000. It's a no brainer. But now that he's not there, I would have to guess, and this is, I have no knowledge of this. I would have to guess that, that Webb is being spoken to like a coach and they've already told him exactly what the plan was. That yeah. they needed the roster spot. They were going to cut him. No one's going to pick up a third string quarterback. And they were gonna, and they're gonna bring him back. I am like so certain that that was a conversation. Like his, his cut, Webb's cut. I do not think under any circumstances was a shock. I think right. they already, like he already knew he was mm-hmm. gonna get cut. Mm-hmm. And the goal would be this: if he gets, if he gets picked up and signed, he's still making nine hundred thousand dollars on a on a bet minimum, right? Yeah. And he's gonna play somewhere. But we know the third string quarterback's not. So I think this is something that's I'm not ups- I'm disappointed, but I'm not Strategic. upset. Right. Yeah, I agree. And just for the just for the record, I'm upset with Bachman. I really want to make this team, but when you look at the numbers, Wandale Robertson, Shepard, Tony, you have slot guys that could play in there. I think it was a numbers game with Bachman. Unfortunately, he was caught up in a position where there's some yeah. depth. So I hope he clears and gets back on the practice squad because, as we know, with the injury history with Tony Galladay and Shepard, Bachman could be very well on his way of getting on the 53 in a few yeah. weeks. Can I, can I say one thing back? I just want to backtrack with Chris about Jimenez. I, Are we gonna, what are you gonna, we can't keep bringing that back up. Go ahead, finish it up. Finish it I just up. want to say, we're not talking about Fox. I mean, oh, I, think yeah. that, I think that kid, I think that kid could, is going to leapfrog Jimenez uh, as the season progresses. You're going to see that kid play more than he will. All right, I'm putting this on the screen here because, as normal, our our you know our Caribbean guru Mark says, <laughs> so, why, are we, why are we comparing the minister Roche? What about Fox? Hey, look, I I'm this guy, Fox, one hit wonder or not? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, I'm glad he's on the team, but uh, I'm not. I, I'm still taking Roche over Fox. Yeah. And you know what, Craig, from all accounts, he didn't start out training camp hot. 
Fox. He he kind of picked up at the last few weeks and really started to make some uh, progress from what That's you heard right. with, uh, in training camp. So I think he was a late bloomer in the system and actually did real well those last few weeks. That's what maybe made him make the team. All right. So, uh, you know, like there's a couple of them. There's a couple of them that bother me. You know the one that bothers me the most. Yes. And well, it's actually it might even be a tie because we haven't had any playmaking tight ends on this team in freaking forever. <laughs> and and no one's gonna convince me. Don't even try. I I see you out there, you're already typing, okay? No one's going to tell me that a six foot eight. 23-year-old, 22-year-old tight ends making it through waivers. Anybody would want a six-foot-eight tight end. They would give him a chance. We're stupid. And listen, the kid they signed from San Francisco, nothing. He's done nothing. Already got cut. Signed by Tampa. They got cut him. He's He's got some experience. Guy's done nothing. I think he had a total of like 30 catches in four years in the NFL. Right? Yes, Jay Bones, since Shockey. I'm totally with you. I don't know what Austin Allen is, but he's 23 years old and he's six foot eight. You saw him go down the sidelines and catch an 18 yard touchdown. Did we not? Yes. It doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. Wah. We got two rookie tight ends. Who gives a freaking crap? Like, does anybody. I think that played a big part. I think that played a big part. It doesn't make. You guys are insane. I got young athletic guys. They're tight ends. They're not quarterbacks. They're tight ends. They learn the playbook. They block. They catch passes. We score touchdowns. I mean, like, six foot eight. And by the way, our good friend Daniel Bellinger has a concussion right now. He's on concussion protocol. And what do we do? Oh, we, we, we cut the tight end number two. It makes no sense. It well, makes, and the other guy, Merrick, has caught three passes in the NFL in his entire career. And he's a blocker. That's what he is. Yeah. Yes. And here we got a guy like Dable with Knox. Guys, again, I'm going to drop some knowledge on you here, folks. Uh, Knox, tight end, Buffalo, never. Caught a pass. <laughs> never scored a touchdown oh. <laughs> in college. Never. Scored a touchdown in college. He had eight last year. You're telling me, Kafka with Kelsey, you're telling me they can't figure out what to do with a six-foot-eight tight end? Come on. They will. They will. He's They'll not go. making it through waivers. I Why? think he will. I'm going to bet you. I'm going to bet you. You guys are crazy. What? Anybody would give that kid a shot. That's the whole point. Why would I not give a six foot eight kid a chance? It doesn't cost me anything. You guys are going to get tied up and who got drafted and who did it. I'm saying that if I need a tight end, a tight end too, well, there's a six foot eight kid here and he doesn't cost me anything. A tight end that they bring in a free agent. Do I have to sign him to a contract more than the free agent contract Allen had? Anyone? Well, after week one, he wouldn't be guaranteed. If they do sign somebody after week one, 
you probably pay Let's less. Just say, where, Chris, what yeah. was your guy that you wanted? You wanted the Giants to sign the tight end that you thought Cook. You wanted Cook, right? Uh, Jared Cook. I, gosh, I, that was before training camp. I don't even know if he's still out there. <laughs> yeah, early using on. It yeah. as, using it as an example. Yes. yes. Uh, whose phone's ringing? <laughs> um, not me. Not me. Wait, well, that's uh, mine now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what? You know who's calling him? You know who's calling him? Dable's calling him right now to say your guy, your guy's right. We made a mistake. My point, my point is yeah. this. My point is this. You want to sign Cook? You're signing him to a a, a two year deal, and you're paying him two million dollars. Oh, probably a one-year deal. Okay, you want to sign him to a one and an option year? You're still paying him over a million dollars. This kid was going to play for six hundred grand. I know, but Craig, you got two tight ends that haven't played a down in regular season football, and you're trusting them, you know, without any you're any trust- track record. Okay, let's let's take let's I- take the opposite. Let's take the opposite. How about all the guys that have a track record that haven't done anything? Kenny Galladay gets $74 million and he's got a great track record. And that guy's done zip, zing, zilch, zero, nothing, nada. When he was in Detroit, we we all loved him. But we trust him. But we trust him because he's done it before. What's the difference? Difference is, well, Kenny Galladay, you can't get out of that contract. That's the difference. No, I mean, what's the difference? Trusting a guy who has it or doesn't. Like you, you could put how many, how many rookies start in the NFL? He's going to be asked to block. He's going to be asked to catch passes. He would only be the tight end too. Well, Craig, so, do we know if he can block? What do you think of his blocking? I don't even know how good of a blocker he is. I, 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 I don't I, even have any type of feel on that. Everyone said how great Tyrod Taylor is. Who do you think's blocking for Tyrod Taylor? Who do you think blocks for Corbin? And who do you think blocks for Brightwell? Who do you think blocks for, 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 Whatever that other scrub running back is that we can. <laughs> good, good one. Nice. Who do you think blocked for him? All I'm saying, all I'm saying is it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because he's six foot eight. You don't get six foot eight tight ends. They're basketball players. Yeah, they are. Take a chance on the kid. It won't cost yeah. you anything. I hope he comes back. I'm with you, man. I, I want to see him succeed with us. I do. I just don't think they're confident with two rookies, you know, without any experience in this line. You know, they need help. They need, they need a blocker. They need Let's an inline blocker. Like a, a proven guy. Happens Second every year. year. Happens it does. Year. It does. You're right. He'll be back. Craig, he'll be back. He's going to clear tomorrow. <laughs> to call you. Okay, now the, Bach, the Bachman one um, – it bothers me under only under the pretenses of what else do you have to do to make yeah. Okay, so that is a very hard answer, a hard uh, question, a hard answer, a hard question, yeah, to answer. <laughs> um, tongue-tied. Um, because you, Chris, mentioned how many slot receivers how they are. There's a lot of them, right? And you know, we've interviewed him here. If you guys don't know, you can go to, you know, YouTube, uh, the Giants guys, YouTube channel. There's an interview. We interviewed him last year. Great kid. Um, but in the grand scheme of it, just, just talking facts, right, guys? We're just talking facts. What else could he do to make the team? He looked better than James, who drops a ball pretty much every day or two, right? Um. Tony's nowhere to be found as usual. 
Guy's a bust, pretty much. You're on the bubble of being a bust. We'll see. We got to go regular season, blah, blah, blah. I know the whole story. Um, It doesn't make sense because there's no more output that could be done. Special teams, tackles, touchdowns, catches, deep balls, short balls, you know, yak. I mean, what else could you ask out of him to make the team? And if Shepard goes down and Tony's in the tub and Galladay's pouting somewhere, you will. We're gonna we're gonna depend on James and who? They got four guys who have histories of injuries, right? The four yeah. receivers, right? So it doesn't guy. make so the Bachman thing doesn't make make sense to me. I get what you're saying, Chris. A lot of slot guy, right? But again, what else could he have done to make the team? They should have cut him a long time ago. Then it—that's what bothers me. Like, if you're taking the tact that we have too many slot receivers. Why have them? We need a safety. Bring in a safety to compete. Why have six slot receivers? Have you given them no chance to make the team? Because he just outperformed every New York Giants wide receiver on the team. He, he, led, he led the team in receptions, and they still cut him. He showed a lot of passion. He did. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. I know. He did great. He, did he, did, great. he had a really good camp. And I just want to shout out to him because he's one of the players who always was nice to the media when we were there and always granted us interviews. You know, some of these guys, they just really rude and he was not. Yeah. So that would hurt for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's flip I don't think he'll pass waivers. <laughs> you don't think so? I think there's a hundred on the market. So maybe he does. We'll see. He maybe he does. I let's flip. So. Let's flip the script. Nikki, who's the yeah. one player that you're totally like? Yes, yes. Who's the one player that that is that that made the team that you're just totally stoked about? A guy that you're like, this cat is going to make a difference. Is there is there one? Yeah, I'm stoked for Sills. I really, really am. I thought out of everyone, he really had a fantastic camp. I mean, his chemistry with everybody was there with right away with Daniel Jones. I mean, you saw that right away in camp. They had amazing chemistry. Tyra Taylor with Webb, like he is just a really, really, really good player. So I am excited to see what he's going to bring this year. I was so thrilled that he made it. And yes, Dan, he did he's right. in preseason receptions. He did. And that's a good point. And, you know, putting a bow on the Bachman thing. Yes. And the Sills thing is cool. He is friends with Jones and he did work hard and he made some pretty sick catches again, again, against, you know, against, um, uh, you know, some second and third stringers, but he still shows that he is a presence. He's got hands. He doesn't drop the ball. He could be a red zone threat. Um, I'm happy for sales too. Uh, truth. One guy that you're totally stoked about that made the team. Maybe is there, is there someone there that kind of sticks out for you? Well, anytime a young guy who's been trying makes the team finally, it's all, I'm always happy for him. Uh, like what Nikki said with Sills, I'm very happy for that guy. Uh, I like Fox. I, I like Fox ever since they signed him. Uh, when Lawrence Taylor gives you a great endorsement, you take notice, and that's what I did. And uh, the kid, I thought the kid played well uh, when he was in there. Showed a lot of uh, hustle, passion, and I, I just think he has a, a good a good upside. That's all. All right, that's pre- that, that's uh, that's pretty cut and dry. Uh, that's what I do. Yes, what you do. <laughs> we, we we appreciate that. Um, 
Yeah, Fox is a the guy they're definitely going to have to take notice of, no doubt about, and watch, see what he can do, right? See if the game's too big for him or not, right? Could be. Um, Nails, you got one that sticks yeah. out that you're just I, like, I do, yeah. and, I, and I didn't think much of him the first week. He was making some plays, but during training camp, during the games, Austin Calitro, journeyman's played with a bunch oh, of yeah. teams. Yeah. Maybe he's found the right system with Wink, and Wink knows how to utilize him. What's interesting is he he can play in pursuit. He's he, he's he's good on the run, uh, fumble recovery, interception for a touchdown last week. But um, I just think he's just – I don't want to say he's a Chase Blackburn type, but he seems to always be around the ball. He's always around the action, and he's just – he's always in the right place. And I, I, rooting for that guy up to about two, three weeks ago when you first heard his name. And he, yeah. he came in late in the uh, – in, in um, the end of minicamp, he was picked up. So that's true. That's true. Yeah. No, that's a great point. He flashed the other night really well. Um, I don't really have one that. Um, I mean, Calitro is a really good a good pick. Um, I if I had to say, like when I when I'm going through like the mental Rolodex, I am happy, and I know it's a shock for some people, but again, this is going to be like a, a circle back to the um, Zimenez thing. I'm happy Carter Coughlin made the team because Carter Coughlin is a defensive end by trade. He was a great pass rusher. That last year when you lose, you know, Peppers and you lose Blake, um, they force him to play inside linebacker. He's not an inside linebacker. I thought he took it in stride. You know what I mean? He's a little bit on the light side, but I think Wink sees a guy that he could package up where if you guys, I mean, depending, you know, I'm dating myself here, but if you look back at the 07 season, Steve Spagnuolo, defense coordinator, used to run what they called NASCAR. He would take all the fast guys and one big guy. He would leave like a Barry Cofield or, or someone in the middle that was, was big. And he would bring all his pass rushers in. JPP and Tuck and Strahan, or and he mixed it up with these guys, um, and they and they ran that NASCAR 2007 through 2011. Um, but the one guy that they always relied on was Dave Tolveson. and we um, we've interviewed Dave. He's a good guy. Again, a shameless plug, but the Giants guys YouTube channel. You can see a lot of our interviews up there. We hope that you will subscribe. Just you know, just you know, hit the button and subscribe. We'd appreciate that. Uh, helps us out tremendously. But Tolleson was this guy who had an endless motor, 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 motor. And then and they just had to account for him. And Carter, Carter Cobble reminds me of a guy who loves football. You know what I mean? And that Wink may see something in him like, you know what? I don't know because they said, might have been Art, said they, that he was coming from inside, outside, stunting him. And so he's like a hybrid linebacker joker back. If you remember back in the day when they used to have joker backs or monster backs, um, you know, he spies a, a, a quarterback that runs read option or whatever. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm glad for Carter Coughlin. I hope he gets a chance to be a contributor on some level, you know, whether they package him up or, or something. Um, yeah. So that one kind of stuck out for me. All right. Um, let's get into what the giants need right now. Um, <laughs> everything <laughs> quarterbacks well, <laughs> yeah yeah you you nailed that i mean the giants yeah. need cornerbacks Nick that's Nick. number one yeah yeah that's it, is, it is definitely number one probably uh, two quarterbacks probably 
Just grab anyone decent, really. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody decent right now because they are so, they're so thin and they're so young. And I, you know, sometimes and they're so they're not just, good. No. Yeah. And like, they're, just, they're being asked to do so much in Wink's defense. And like, while they're excited for it, it's like, I don't know if that's just asking too much of them, but please like just take any decent cornerback. I'll be happy. And who's out there? That's, I mean, that's interesting. I looked through all the cuts today and uh, nothing really jumped out at me. Like, oh my gosh, this guy's available. I can't believe this. Kevin so, says Antonio Williams. Okay. I mean, um, they're going to need, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, like Chris said, the waivers don't have to be until noon tomorrow. And there's going to be some movement. They're going to go get some corners. Mm-hmm. Uh, truth, I don't think there's any great corners out there. Nothing jumped out at you, but but it's kind of inev- inevitable. Do you agree that, that a corner is going to be signed tomorrow? I think two. I think they might get two yeah. guys. I mean, it's not – I mean, I, that's the number one position to need. All right, then let me shift gears on guys that may get signed. Chris, there's some talk about, and I, I will not stand for it. Not that, that <laughs> you know, I will not be happy if the Giants sign OJ Howard. The dude is not any good. Um, but there's some talk that, hey, we knows these guys, you know, and there's all that, that thing going on. Is OJ Howard real, Chris? Is this like, Something that could happen, and and if it does, why? Explain uh, why. I, I don't know. I mean, he, he he's a good blocker. I mean, that's really his thing. He's never really panned out as the dynamic pass catcher like we thought coming out of Bama. But he is a good blocker. So I mean, looking at what we have, I mean, I guess it would be an upgrade on depth. But I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to trust them that they, they, you know, they'll make the right move. But just to throw two names out, old giant Ross Cockrell's out there. You might remember that name from a few years ago, played with the Bucks as well. He might be yep. a little bit of an upgrade for depth. And also, there's a guy, Justin Pinnock, um, or Jason Pinnock, <laughs> Jason Pinnock, with, uh, that was cut by the Jets. He played corner last year, played a bunch of games. I think he played like 13 games uh, with the, started with the, uh, with the Jets and then was converted to safety this year. But, you know, that could be somebody for depth, but... Once again, yeah, there's so many names out there, like Truth said and Nikki said. Nothing really jumping out, and we'll have to see. I got, I got one guy. I got one guy All right, from, the, go ahead. Go from ahead. the Packers. If I pronounce his name right, Keandre uh, Thomas. Um, he got cut. He had to play 121 snaps, only gave up one catch for eight yards. Wow. So I don't know why he was cut, but that's like, um, that's like Deion Sanders, like my friend. <laughs> um. I'm going to throw this up on a screen from our, our Caribbean brother, Mark, because there's a story here. So the Giants uh, need um, safety help. There was a year under Jerry Reese where they went into camp with like three safeties and they all got hurt. And I know you guys, some of you guys may remember this. They signed CC Brown, which we all laughed about. <laughs> CC said that CC stood for can't cover Brown, <laughs> and we signed um, not Aaron Ross, but we signed Aaron Rouse. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, he came from Green Bay, maybe. You're right. Yep, was Green Bay. And um, they were bad. And they were bad. <laughs> they went into camp with three safeties, just like they're doing now. I'm a little bit concerned about. We have two safeties, and our third safety is on IR, which is uh, Belton. So I am a little bit concerned. 
but not completely because, you know, Wink, his Wink's defense, you know, you can convert some of these. Um, look, for all you know, Carter Coughlin or Crowder, you know what I mean? Like, might be playing safety, like box safety or something. Like, we don't know, and I don't want anybody to freak out because we don't have any safeties. This is not the Jerry Reese era or the Gettleman era. I don't think that GM Joe is going to let us struggle no. with no with no. We'll safety. have four by opening day. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and Craig, John, it, yeah, no, good. I was just going to say the cornerback thing is definitely another conversation. Yeah, I would say you know Giants are fifth on the waiver wire, so you know this guy Jason Pinnock from the Jets, you know that'll that'll eliminate one team, so there'll be four teams ahead of them, so uh, or three teams, so that may uh, and he's versatile, so that could be a wing type of of a guy. So keep an eye on on him for tomorrow. And Sarah, I'll throw Sarah's point up here. Sarah said that she thinks Belton's coming back because he was working on the sideline today, Uh so that's possible. And then and then Kevin uh, K Mac says. that uh, Jefferson from Baltimore, if there's any interest there. I, yeah, I, I think there's going to be an interest because it's Wink, right? He's mm-hmm. a Baltimore yeah. guy. I would have to think, K-Mac, that that's, that's a real-time possibility if he's not already on his way up 95, right? Because, <laughs> you know, there's history there, right? And, like, hey, we love to sign Bills. Why not sign a Raven? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think with Jefferson, he's a vested veteran. So I don't know if he even has to go through the whole waiver process. He might be somebody who could sign right away. Okay. That all makes sense. Um, let's talk about next topic. One that um, I don't know. Look, some people care. Some people don't. For instance, I care about numbers. I think numbers are super cool. I identify with players with numbers. I don't like, like, for instance, I don't like Tony wearing 89. It makes me nuts because it's Bavaro. It's a tight end. And here's this like skinny, wiry cat wearing a number bigger than a body. You know, so I'm, I'm a number, I'm a numbers guy. Always have been a numbers guy. Um, so, you know, so those kind of things like mean something to me, just like the captain. Okay. In the eight, in the eighties. And I'm of course dating myself and I'm soapboxing you folks, but we mentioned Harry Carson before. In the 80s, the New York Giants had, Nikki, how many captains do you think the Giants had in the 80s? Oh, my God. Let me see. Well, I was born in 84, so. Take a guess. Five. Uh, Chris, do you know the answer to this question? Should I not ask you? Uh, No, I'm going to take a guess. Um, I'll I'll say two. Was it Harry Carson and Dave Jennings? Uh, Dave Jennings? Not in 84. Nope. They had ch- – tell them, Truth, how many captains did they have? I, I don't know, but it's probably only one or two, I bet. Oh, one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Harry Carson, right? The opponent would walk out five or six guys <laughs> shoulder to shoulder. And there'd be one guy walking out. The biggest, baddest, meanest dude, Harry Carson, scary dude, just like – <laughs> I mean, it was cool as hell. Now, so now we got like nine captains or something stupid, right? Uh, truth. I got, I got, I'm going to ask you. Oh, actually, I won't even answer, but I'm going to ask you. You don't got to go in into detail. Do you know what I'm upset about with the, with the captains? Do you have an idea of what I'm angry about? Aside from too many of them? Yes. 
I, I would think the selection of who were who was selected, I guess, has to be the only logical. Right. Nikki, if there's something that you think is under my skin, because <laughs> you know, I get I get crazy off on tangents. Nikki, is there something that you could tell me that you think there is something that's bothering me about the captaincy? Um I could be baiting you, all three of you, by the way. You, yeah, you could be. Uh, but isn't McKinney one? You know, maybe. I don't love that. Uh, how oh, how come Shep's not one? I mean, all they do is sing. Oh, I got it. I know what it is. <laughs> oh, no, Nikki, you, you gave it away. I got it. What? What is don't it? Don't jump the gun. Don't jump the gun. If you know the answer is. Uh, I know the so, answer. So Truth says one thing. Nikki says Shep wrote uh, uh you know, nails. Chris, you know this. Chris, you nails. know this. Nails. You know, you know what? You know it. Tell them, Nails. I don't know. Uh, two, first thing, and I'll say it, there's a reason why they have 10 um, captains. That's I'll tell you why, in case nobody heard. But Blake Martinez? That's not it. Not a captain? That's it. <laughs> I know. I, I, I noticed that, too, right away. I, I know. <laughs> I heard. Love Blake. I know. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's you, odd. That's how odd. How do you take... Look, all you folks out there do nothing but complain about Dexter Lawrence every day, every month, every year, and he's a nice player. He's not a great player. He's not a first-round draft pick. We have a top-four linebacker, okay, in the game who was a captain. You reward him by cutting his pay and taking a C away from him. He will not come back. He can He can now – he's got mo- – and listen, he got snubbed for the Pro Bowl in 2020, snubbed. Okay, blows his knee in 21 and comes back. You make him cut his pay. You take a C away from him. He will not want to be here. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all why Dexter Lawrence is a captain and Blake Martinez isn't. And I guarantee you he takes it personal because that's what those guys do. I agree. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. You made him take a pay cut. He came back off a major injury and you take a C away from him. It's bull crap. And you know what? Most of you folks are like, who gives a crap? That's fine. They care. They care. And you watch that cat will be, and now I know all you other half of you folks are like, we don't need him anyway. He's done nothing. He's not that good. You know what? Boo on you. Yeah. They didn't watch last year's games when he was injured. Who says Blake <laughs> Martinez doesn't do anything? No, oh, there's plenty of- come right on the show. No, this fan base is wild. I can't with them half the time. Yeah. I mean, my God. You know how good Blake Martinez is? You see Tay Crowder play much better when Blake Martinez is in that lineup. And Tay Crowder admits to that in every press conference. He says he is better with Blake Martinez there. 100%. Yeah. Um, acknowledges that. Mark says that the Blake's role has been reduced. Green dot is with the safeties. Um, Listen, the the, the linebacker is still going to call the defense, Mark. It's still going to be a green dot inside. They're not going to let... I'm almost, I'm not 100% positive. There's no way McKinney's calling the defense. There's no way. I mean, I, I'll look it up, and I could be wrong. Maybe they both. I don't. I think you can only have one guy with a dot on your helmet. I would be really surprised uh, that McKinney's calling the defense. Yeah. Well, Craig, you know what? Wink used to do that in Baltimore. He had the safety with the green dot. So I think there's a little bit of that. That he. That that's where it's coming from. That's, that's rough. To, that's the way he used to run it. That yeah. that's rough. Um, that is really really rough. 
Um, I think he is calling it. I'm pretty sure he yeah. is because we had asked him, uh, how is he going to take on that role? And, you know, he said he's just going to do Wing it. what he does, embrace his responsibility. So I think he is. Um. Yeah, you're right, though, Mark. Weddle, he'll pop up Mark's comment. Yeah, Weddle. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, Weddle did it, but Weddle's like having a, a box linebacker on the field you yeah. know, when Weddle plays. Weddle and, and McKinney are like literally black and white. They're yeah. polar opposite players. Um, literally, yep. You know, now I want to pop this one up on here because I don't know the I don't know the answer to this. Yeah, you're right. I got it. Ha ha. That was funny. Um M626 asks were the captains voted by the teammates? Yes. Um, I was under the impression that that was the way it was. Yes. So does that also stick with Blake that his own teammates didn't vote him? Hmm. I mean, that's got to be hard, right? Hmm. I feel like it yeah. would. Like, I was cheer captain, right? And your teammates vote for you. And, you know, if I got to one year where you didn't vote for me, I, I would take that personal. What the hell? You know, yeah, uh, you and I'll, pop, I'll pop this one up on here from Jake. He says, as a former player uh, and captain, you definitely care about that. I will also say, yeah, yeah, Jake, uh, I agree. As a former player, I, all the captains that I've ever played with took it seriously. It was a badge of honor. And, you know, to get it taken away, um, it hurts. Now, on the other side, you know, I'm going to ask you guys what you think about Julian Love becoming a captain and Dexter Lawrence becoming a captain. I mean, I don't really care about the special teams guys, whatever. Um, Bar and Barkley and Jones becoming a captain. So, uh, Nikki, start with you. Anything I care about the captains. Uh, I know they care. Anything like outside of Blake? Like, are you, are you cool with Love be being a captain? Are you cool with what they did there? Uh, Dexter Lawrence is, yeah, questionable for me. I don't, I don't love that. I don't really know how that happened. But okay. Uh, just doesn't give me like leadership. Listen, and I've been around the team all summer. You kind of get to know some of these guys. I just don't see it. And I was, um, very much surprised. Right. And I just don't see how that's going to translate because he gets to the podium and he whispers and he barely talks and he barely answers the question. Good dude. Like he wants to be there and do his best, but I just don't see it translating into a captain role. That's a great freaking point. That's why she gets paid the big bucks. <laughs> when, you, when you listen to Dexter Lawrence talk, one of two things are happening. He's very soft spoken. He's not very uh, uh, outgoing, but the other side of it is he's a, and I say this uh, with respect, he's silly. He's a goofball. You get him and, and Leo in the room together. Those two are dancing, telling stories, cracking jokes, making facey, faces, doing selfies. Like he's got a fun personality. I don't know if, if that that's who you want firing your team up. Or you know, giving orders. I don't know if that's a good fit. So it is a little bit of a head scratcher for me. And Nikki's been around the team all summer, covering the team. Um, 
So yeah, that one kind of bothers me. The Blake kind of bothers me. Um, uh, truth, were you basically a no-brainer about Barkley and Jones, right? Yeah, that that kind of looked pretty obvious. But I did have questions, like Nikki said, about 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 Dexter and uh, and and the amount of captains they they have. Yeah, that was definitely eye-opening that um, that that happened. So we got down to the you know the right number of players. They got cut. Some surprises there. Um, maybe you know we got to trust in the system. But I'm sure yeah. I said today, trusting in the system is like trusting your dentist. It's like you got to go to the dentist and you got to trust he knows what he's doing. But the but the mf'er puts a drill in your mouth, like. Like, and it hurts, and it's like that—that's what it feels like every time. But Craig, this is a new drill. We haven't experienced this drill. This is a, I mean, it's painful. <laughs> and that's where the rub He's is. He's got right this shiny new drill. He wants to check it, try it out. Let's trust them. Maybe, and that, maybe and it's that's better. Where maybe we'll feel. That's where the rub comes in. Never <laughs> trust a man with a drill in your mouth. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have a choice. Oh my God! That's I think you made it off this topic. <laughs> you have to extract yeah, yeah. it once in a while. It has to come yeah. out. Sometimes we're a little off the rails. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, the Blake thing gets me. So we have our captains. Uh, we have our 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 fifty four man roster. Some of these guys will squeak through, uh, as you alluded to, uh, for the practice squad. Maybe maybe board. You know, maybe Webb. I don't. Some of these guys. Now, guys, and ask you if you put any stake into this. The NFL list that came out today, because they had to report their cuts, right? The NFL list does not have Bachman, Moa, or Allen on the list of guys cut. Even though I just read you the list of guys that were cut, the official NFL list does not list Bachman, Moa, or uh, Allen. Uh Nails, any thought into what that means? Maybe it's going to be an injured, injured reserve, but they wouldn't they have to wouldn't they have to clear waivers at that point and, and come back to uh, to be on injured reserve? I, I, I don't know. I don't know how. I, I mean, I know they're on the list, but they're also they're not showing that they've been cut, but they're also not showing anywhere else. So I don't know. Is that just a, a miss? I, I'm not sure how to interpret that. I don't think anybody misses anything in the NFL. <laughs> there's there's got to be a reason why. Uh, Nikki, any thoughts to these guys not being on the official NFL list? Like, could it be a something as the list came out before, you know, they got on it? Or, it. Yeah, I do. I think something nefarious is is is. Um, <laughs> I just I find it hard to believe they missed that. Yeah. Well, by noontime, we'll know tomorrow because that's when everything's supposed to uh, start. So So my thought process is. Is that they're going to put these guys on pup or they're going to put them on injured reserve. Remember how we stuffed Victor Cruz on the Mm -hmm. on the injured reserve with a hamstring after he scored three touchdowns versus the Jets. Yeah. You know, so. um I, I think there's a little nefarious uh, motion going on here. So we'll have to see how that turns out. Um, thanks for listening, by the way, another episode of the Giants, guys. Um, uh, Truth, I just put you on mute because you were typing away over there and I could hear your keys going. Um, it's all good, man. Um, 
let's see, conspiracy theory, Craig. Yeah, a little bit because it's definitely like a Belichick type of thing. Nikki's birthday is coming up. Whoa, Tuto, how do you know that? Yeah, how do you know that? <laughs> oh, well, you know what? It is on my Twitter. Yes, my birthday's Saturday. Thank you. Um, that'll be September. Yes, September. So 3rd. my my birthday was on Thursday. All oh, happy birthday. All good people are born in August, just for the record. Um, all good so, people are born in August? All good people. <laughs> um, so now we're at the point, guys, where we're shaping up this uh, um, this roster. The captains are – thank you, Mark. Uh, the captains are done. The free agents are done. Uh, tomorrow will be free agency signing period, right? Chris, do you know when that actually kicks off, when free agents can be signed? I think after 12, 12 a.m., or excuse me, 12 noontime, that's when everything starts. Because I, I believe they have to put the paperwork in today after 4, and that gets processed. And I believe by 12 noon tomorrow, we're going to see the action start. The claims. Uh, oh, Spartan Mike yeah. checking in. Let's get Spartan Mike. Look at this. Ah, uh, how cute. You know what? Uh, yeah, happy belated. Yeah. Wait, you said it was Thursday? Yep, August 20th. Happy belated. You kept that awfully quiet, Craig. We didn't we did. Still won't tell anyone <laughs> his age, though. That's so. what happy I do. That's what I do. Don't tell anybody my age. Just to let people know that I sold my soul to the devil a long time ago for brown hair, and that's all. <laughs> um, um, Brian Dable will be speaking okay. at 1245 tomorrow, so I will be there tomorrow. Awesome. Just in case anybody wants me to ask anything, shoot me a DM. About football, not about the other things you guys DM me about. Uh, and yeah, show you know, gentlemen, show some class, please. Show some class, really. Yeah. Like, come on now. Um, <laughs> honestly, I mean, you guys are like so like desperate and disgusting. Show some class. Yeah. And if it's one of your friends, tell them to show some class. Thank you, thank you for the bar the birthday wishes. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. Um, housekeeping, gentlemen. Um. I know, I know, Nikki, you'll be there, and I know, uh, Chris, you'll be there. Uh, Truth, you're going to be playing golf in the Carolinas. But Monday, uh, Monday, September 26th, the Giants will be playing Dallas Cowboys, Monday Night Football. Mm. And, of course, our good friend Leonard Marshall is going into the ring of honor. I still have, um, and for you, for you new folks, we're selling – Leonard Marshall t-shirts that we had made up because we want to fill up the stands with Leonard Marshall jerseys uh, so we can show Mr. Mara that we made the right decision. So this is what they look like. It's the old school giant blue with the old school giant logo on it. Number, number on the back. And if you look real close. Signature. Probably too bright. You can look right there. They're all they're autographed. So um, all you need to do is go to nygiantsrush.com, hit the teams, the rush team store, uh, and it'll drop down and you can order a shirt. $20 for unsigned, $35 for signed. We got all sizes. Um, but if you don't see your size, just remember that they're they're just on back order. We got a new shipment coming in, so don't panic. You know, just check in next week. We've already sent out a bunch of them. Like, you know, uh, the only ones I got to get is is Spartan Mike's. I got to get his out. Um, so Spartan, hang in there because I've already sent out all our crews, all our, our uh, people that have bought them. Please uh, support 
the money goes to the Leonard Marshall Foundation, which is raising money to keep college campuses safe. So the money, the proceeds go to a good cause. Tell your friends, tell your dad. If you're 25 years old, your dad loved Leonard Marshall. If you're 40, <laughs> you love Leonard Marshall. If you're 80, you love Leonard Marshall. Just support, you know, support the uh, the cause. Let's fill up the stadium with 70s. It takes about two weeks, except for Spartan, because Spartan, I didn't send yours out. I was holding on to him, but I will send them out. Um, um, you know, Leonard Marshall uh, t-shirt, and we'll order more if we need to. Uh, Dexter, please make sure you're following Nikki and Chris and, and Truth and Zane and Spartan Mike and John. Go to nyjackrush.com. There's plenty of content up there. Um, we got Gio from the game day sometimes on here with 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 his um with his um his odds because he's the odds guru. We definitely think that the Giants are headed in the right direction. Yes, there has been some some decisions today we're not all happy with. Chris, where are you where are you in the grand scheme of things feeling about the overall construction of the team? I feel like they're on the right the right path, even though we're kind of in uncharted waters, trusting, you know, what we've seen today with the cuts. But once again, this is a new regime. I think we 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 trust them in the beginning. And you know, the pitchforks will be out later if things don't work <laughs> out. But I think in the you know right now we're, we haven't played week one yet, right? We got we gotta trust this group. I mean, I, I think we got a good feeling that we know what they're doing. They have a plan in place and we're we're trusting the process. Um so that that's my feeling despite what my personal feelings are and I think we got to trust it for right now. Nikki. Yeah, uh, same, same question, Nikki. Like, what's your overall feeling about the direction of the team? Like, it's still run by Jones. We still have Barkley as the running back. You know, we still have a $74 million wide receiver who just can't uh. seem to get his act together <laughs> in any way because yeah. he doesn't really care. Uh, where are you, yeah, where are you uh, in the grand scheme of things? And, and, and I know you what you feel about Galladay. Like, yeah. is there any opportunity because – I read a lot about it today. There's no real opportunity to trade them, but mm-hmm. what's your overall thinking, think, you know, thought process of the architecture of the team, where it's going. And like, you know, do you like the direction that they're headed? Yeah. I said all summer, I think a great word is encouraged. I feel encouraged by what I've seen. I feel encouraged by the consistent improvement. And I feel like for this team, really all I was looking for is, you know, consistent improvement, everybody improving on their communication, you know, certain guys stepping up, which they have. So I feel very encouraged by this team. Um, I am like cautiously optimistic though. Truth. Yeah. I mean, Chris and Nikki just, they, they, they said it, they said it the way it is. You, you have to feel optimistic about this team. I, I think Joe Shane will do a better job than who we had in the previous seats. And, uh, you just got to be patient, Giant fans. The Giant fans aren't a patient group, but you need to be patient. Um, I think this team is going in the right direction. Here, Spartan Mike is also sticking up for you. Don't DM me. <laughs> Thank any you. Stuff. <laughs> you know, keep it, keep it I must have missed something on that one. I have no idea what's going I'll, on. I'll send you the screenshots. It's oh, no. Yeah. Uh, guys just get awful. So, yeah. um, all right. So, um, we are, you know, again, thank you for supporting the Leonard Marshall t-shirt stuff. Please, if you guys said, if you got, if, you, if you're going to be going to the game or, you know, you want to support, that would be great. There's a PayPal store. It'll give you a receipt, all that kind of stuff. Um, we also, of course, NY Giants Rush, we have all that content up there. 
Uh, we're working on some more football players for you. There's some rumor that we have a pretty popular defensive back coming on in the fold that was on the team in the last five years. Oh. So, so we're working on, on that. Um, um, I'm going to bring back our good friend, uh, Ryan, um, Dunleavy from the, uh, post he's, he's going to be coming back and hanging out with us because he's always connected to the team. He's always got great insight on the team. Um, what else can we talk about that you guys, you know, want to talk about Chris, I'm going to just turn it to you. Anything that you want to get off your chest or anything that you think we missed, anything you think that is a good topic to talk about. Right now, two things. Alex Leatherwood, former first-round pick, was released by the Raiders. Probably a better guard than tackle. I don't know what what, what he would cost, but once again, Didn't he John play guard though in the NFL? Wasn't he playing guard? Wasn't he playing guard? In the I NFL think they though? switched him. Yeah, I think they okay. moved him uh, to guard. So uh, I don't know. Maybe he's a he's a possibility. And last thing on the captains, you know, usually it's two defense, two offense, two special teams. I just before we came on, uh, the Giants announced earlier the reason they went with ten was to honor Brad Van Pelt, former uh, linebacker. Oh. So that's why they. Are went you to wait? Touchdown. Are you kidding me? That's what they no. said. <laughs> yep. Well, that's what I read. I'll ask tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Ask ask that because that sounds like a crock of shit. Yeah. Why Why now? Why Brad Van Pelt now? Yeah. I don't know. yeah. Sounds. It's not like he just passed away, you know. I, I would think that would be, <laughs> you know. They're feeling nostalgic. You have Marshall, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that is strange. I didn't expect that either. Um, um, here you uh, Nikki. Yes. Um, where can the guys, the guys and the gals, of course, where can they find you? Oh, you guys can find me on all social media platforms at Nikki Nick 9384. You can find me here whenever Craig says I'm coming on. You can find me Wednesdays at 33 Podcast. You can find me Sunday mornings starting on the 11th for a daily fantasy and betting show with Channel Side Bets. But the most important is I am doing a reality Fantasy football reality TV show that's going to stream on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. And we are playing for charity. I am playing for Rush. I am playing for the Leonard Marshall Foundation. So I'm going to tweet out that link. You guys can jump on there, donate. Make sure you vote for me, fan favorite, because that actually just translates to more donations for the Leonard Marshall Foundation. And the All first right. episode will drop next Thursday. So you didn't film it yet, did you? No, we film our live draft next Tuesday. All right, so hang on. I'm going to show you something, which this will be an exclusive for you guys. We need to get Nikki some some clothes to wear <laughs> for the filming. So wait, hang on, hang on. Okay. <laughs> God knows. I, I always come prepared. That's right. He had the shoe last week, right? And he come with a cleat. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. I saw that. Yes. He likes his props. Yeah. They're usually beer bottles. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yep. Send that. Yeah. Send that to me. I'll wear it. Cool. Right. That, that's option one. Okay. I do like a tank top. You got a tank top? Oh, I have a tank top. Okay. Send me a tank top. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Yeah. Send me, yeah, send cool. me one of those. Nice. Got the razor back. Perfect. 
That's what I have on now. Send me that. So next week, people, make sure you tune in to Nikki's show. Yes. Because she's going to make sure she'll be repping the Rush, yep. the Rush team. Um, and, I mean, overall, guys, like, we have a lot to look forward to. It's going to be a definitely a better year. We're going to see tomorrow. You'll see a lot of action on what happens with um, free agency. Uh, not free agency. Um, you know, the, the cuts, post-cuts. These rosters are not in stone. They are going to change. You are going to get some new bodies in here. You're probably going to get a veteran cornerback. You may get a veteran safety. I don't know. Um, but it doesn't look like they'll bring in a safety because they're hoping that Belton will come back healthy. Um, the last one I wanted to mention to you guys that, that we didn't talk about was Corbin. I really thought that Corbin should have made the team. Um, and I was really disappointed in that. And I was going to ask you guys, uh, and I'll go around real quick. Guys have any thoughts on why Corbin didn't make the team? Cause he just looked like he had the most spark on the team. And Brita basically feels, I feel like since they gave him a, con- a two year contract that they didn't want to look stupid. And so they kept them. Just answered um, your own question. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and, and Brightwell plays special teams you right. know, pretty yeah. well. So I, I think they're going to yeah. think that Corbin will clear waivers and get him on a practice squad. Right. I really liked him, guys. I really, I just thought he had yeah. a lot of, a yeah. lot of spark. Good. Yeah. He did. And he can, we could see him uh, during the year. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I really do hope that that he makes it through because he just I don't know he had a little Dave Meggett in him, and I just thought like, you know, or or a little uh, uh, Darren Sproles. Like I just thought he had a lot of pop, and I I really was hoping he would come back. You know, um, so that's kind of it. We're gonna wrap it up so you guys can go do whatever else you do at nighttime. We hope you're like not doing anything bad and you're behaving yourselves. Um, let's see. I got anything here in the room that needs to be, uh, Tuto Bagdina. Oh, hang on. Mark's got, will Leo's contract be redone to free up some cap space? I don't think so because it's kicking the can down the road a lot. We've done that before. I don't see it. Chris, you're shaking your head. You think it will? Well, I think right now, currently the giants only have $5 million in cap space. So they may have to restructure going into next year. I think they're going to have before the cap even goes up, they're going to be around 70 million. So I think they're in good shape next year. If they have to restructure just to gain a few million, you know, remember they got to sign. Maybe they're going to maybe go for four to five guys that they're going to sign. They may have to, they may have to restructure, which wouldn't be a bad, a big deal in my opinion, because next year they're going to free up some space. Darius Slayton, he may be traded. I, I I still believe that's a possibility. So, and that's going to free up two and a half million. You know, and I don't want to get, get you know go go too long over you know that hour mark because we're already you know eleven minutes over. But the Slayton thing is unique, and I I'm going to take a different stance that I think the kid's in his head a lot, and I think you know this whole new regime has given him more life, and he's looked better than he has in years. You know, I know he ran with the ones earlier in the in in camp and in the uh, preseason, like, and I like Slayton. It just he just gets a little in his head. He gets dropsies. But again, like, let's all keep in mind that the wide receivers on this team have two, well, actually one, one major issue. And that's that they're not on the field. Your starting three wide receivers are not on the field. Galladay's always hurt. Shepard's always hurt. Kadarius Tony is always hurt. Like, I know we don't love the output from Slayton, but what do you do if you dish him off? And you're literally walking the walking wounded uh, from your receiver position. Like he's your only deep threat, too. Yeah, yeah, that's why they kept him. I think right now. You know, and again, and you got rid of Bachman, and you still have Sills. But like, I don't know. I, I it's a tough spot right now. 
You know, uh, it's a tough spot for them receiving wise because Tony's like on the verge of just being a flame out. Mm -hmm. And I, I know it's just preseason and stuff, but it's just, man, like history. I, I, I just go by history and it's just not looking great. Um, and the KG thing, I don't know, Nikki, what's up with your boy KG? Oh my God. He's such a mope. Every time I see him on the sidelines, he does. He looks like he'd rather be sitting in the dentist chair with the drill in his mouth. Like he's just like, yeah, he looks like he'd rather be anywhere. I'm like a firm believer. Like if you're just like mopey, dopey, dumpy, like then you mentally feel like that. Like he just, he irks me. He bothers me. I'll say this about Slayton though. He is probably like the pure outside guy. Like he has pure speed. Right. So I think people do forget that, but, uh, Kenny Galladay, I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't like this guy. I really don't. I don't blame you one bit, $74 million. And you got all these people apologizing. I'm not, I'm not sticking up for Jones. Right away, people go right to the Jones Galladay yeah. thing. I'm just saying, I was taught this a long time ago and kind of like, I don't know if Jake, if Jake is still in the room or not. Um, I haven't seen him in here in a bit. But I also was fortunate enough to play. And I, I learned early on that, you know, you play the way you practice. So if you practice half-ass, you're probably going to play half-ass. And I'm a firm believer in that. And I know I'm old school, right? I'm old school. You guys want everything for free and don't want to work that hard. But look, um, it's just muscle memory. If I practice hard, it just carries over into the game. I don't have to kind of flip a switch or, you know, I, I, I don't feel like doing it today. If you practice hard, you just play hard. So I'm um, I'm with you, Nikki, on on the output and the attitude and. Oh, it's horrible. The body language is just so awful. It's terrible. It's de actually depressing to like look at him on the sidelines. It really is. Yeah. Truth, they, truth, truth. Uh, you in the same so same boat here on KG or what? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm disappointed, and but I I'm, I'm hoping that he has a bounce back season and not spectacular, but. Uh, you know, there's an old saying, uh, it's, it's amazing how lucky you are when you practice, you know, uh, and that's how it is in my profession, uh, as a golf pro, I may, I, you have to work to, to, uh, perform and do well. So any other sports the same way. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we will have Nikki back for some fantasy stuff. We know we got her churning and burning with that stuff. So you guys could hit her up or you could see her here. Um, you know, we do have the Monday night game, which we've talked about. There's some other cool surprises we're going to have, you know, for the season. We're working on a whole bunch of stuff, an interview with a pretty cool DB. Um, but main thing is I appreciate all you guys, uh, and the support. Uh, last week we interviewed in case, you know, you live under a rock. Uh, we did interview, um, hall of fame, uh, quarterback Kurt Warner last week. It's up on, um, the giants guys, YouTube channel. Do me a favor, check it out. See for yourself if you like what he said about Jones or not. There's been a lot of controversy this week yeah. on what he said and what he didn't say. I personally don't think he said anything bad about, about Jones. I thought he was very honest in his evaluation and how he evaluates quarterbacks. Like I, you know, I didn't hear him say anything negative. He was being honest on how to slot guys and what he looks for in consistency. Um, so if you get a chance, you know, check that out. Otherwise, guys, um, I think I think we we wrap this puppy up and we rock on for another week. Uh, peace, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, Giants guys, we'll be back next week. Later, boys. Bye. Bye.